This podcast is brought to you by Captain Daddy. Are you looking for a sugar daddy? I am. Haha. <laughs> Captain Daddy is a grocery shopping delivery service where you can hire a sugar daddy to shop groceries and personally deliver them to you. Captain Daddy connects you with local sugar daddies who are eager to help you with your life. Need hot wings and chocolate cupcakes, but feeling too lazy to go out? Well, you can find a sugar daddy on Captain Daddy. Not only will your sugar daddy deliver food to you in a luxurious vehicle, but he will also offer to be your company of the day. Yep, with just one click away, you can be in the passenger seat of his Tesla. If you prefer staying in, of course, your Captain Daddy is always down to be a snuggler. Hiring a sugar daddy on Captain Daddy does not cost you any money. What? It's free? How come? Yeah, it's free. Cause what? Sugar daddy need no money from their babies. They just want to see you smile and hear you say, "I, I, Captain Daddy." Due to the increased demand of this service, every customer can only order one sugar daddy per month. But if you use the promo code Oliver, you can order as many as you want per day. And they come in different colors and sizes. Just remember, sugar daddies don't like to run into other sugar daddies. Make sure you space out your appointments. Go on CaptainDaddy.com and find your Captain Daddy today. This commercial is created for entertainment purposes only. The product they were advertised does not exist. All right, welcome to another episode of Get Intimate with Oliver Wong. I am your beloved host, Oliver Wong. Yeah. I'm your beloved because I'm a romantic. I'm a Pisces. Yeah. All right. Anyways, today's episode is super exciting. You know why? Because we have a former gay porn director on my show today. Yeah. And as you know, I'm also a porn director. So, woo! Today is a conversation between two porn directors. It's very exciting. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, he said he was in the porn industry for six years, working for Randy Blue. Well, his name is Jeff McCubbin. He's my good friend. He's super funny, super talented. He's also a comedian, and uh, I had a great time chatting with him. We talk about porn a lot. We are both gay. And he was directing gay porn, and I'm directing straight porn. So that's interesting. We also talk about that in the show. And before I jump into the show, I just wanna ask you, my listeners, hey, when you guys watch porn, when you guys watch porn, do you guys care about the plots, the character, the dialogue, or you don't care? You just wanna, you know, jerk off and go home, because <laughs> um. The majority of the porn videos I'm making right now have a、um, a lot of dialogue. Definitely more than average, because um I I like to create characters in my videos, even though it's adult films. I think it's still pretty important to introduce the character and to know the power dynamic between them. I know it sounds really boring and academic, but no, it's actually not. I still make sure the dialogue is funny as shit. <laughs> It's porn. We don't wanna. We don't wanna depress people. It's funny, but I don't know because I ask some of my friends. 
And most of my female friends, they said that always watch the plots and characters because that's what they are into. And then some of my male friends, they said they don't care about plots. But some of my other male friends, they also said if the studios tell them, hey, this porn is plot driven, it has stories and characters that would be inclined to watch the stu uh, to watch the stories before you know jerking off, so I think it all comes down to the marketing and how we package the videos. So I don't know. Do you guys would you wanna watch a story in porn? If we tell you there is a story and it's good story, it's original story, would you wanna watch that? I don't know. You guys can let me know. And the way you can let me know is to. Follow our Instagram page, Get Intimate Podcast, and then you can DM me, or you can follow my uh personal Instagram account, Oliver Wam Comedy, and you can DM me as well. And then yeah, we can chat from there. Let me know. Do you like stories in porn or not? All right, that's it. Let's get into the show. Let's get intimate. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, hey! It is very low, though. It is usually low. Yeah, it is usually low. But we usually will, you know. Amplify the sound after、yeah. in post. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. We can start chatting now. We can just start chatting and lead into our conversation. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is it always start with one of the like? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> yeah. We always、anyway. fake a laugh. You know, when I first start my first episode of this podcast, I was doing like an NPR style, and then my friend was like, "Oh, that's too serious. Nobody wanna hear that." Yeah. I, was, I will introduce the guest, and then I will prepare like a list of questions to ask them. But I'm, I'm like, "Nah, that's not really okay." Yeah. No. No. Yeah. People just want to hear like it's. They want to just. It sounds like their friends are talking. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we are friends, although we only met in person for like a few times. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But now、um, I see you on Instagram all the time, so it feels like I know you personally. Yeah, like and intimately and personally. Yeah, exactly. Evil Jeff. Yes. Why is it Evil Jeff? Um, I the first podcast I ever did, which actually is the one I still do now, is called Comic Book Queers. Listen to it. We're just I did. Oh well, but、uh, so when I came on, they just gave me the nickname Evil Jeff because I was dating another guy named Jeff. Oh, and so they were like, "Oh, he's so sweet. Oh, you're the one with the dark sense of humor." <laughs> so he was Good Jeff, and I was Evil Jeff. Okay, and then it stuck, and then all my friends started calling me Evil Jeff or EJ. Yeah, and then when I got into porn. You don't use your like real name. Yeah, I chose that as my porn director name. Your porn director name is Evil Jeff. Is Evil Jeff. And how do you call your partner Jeff? By the way, <laughs>、uh, well, we're no longer together. <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, I just called. Well, that yeah. When you're when you're at that time, I was dating a Jeff and I was living with a Jeff. Oh. <laughs> But when you're together, you, you don't, don't call each other. You don't ever、name. say your name. Oh, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
but uh yeah my my porn director name yeah was also evil jeff which scares people because i end up being i'm pretty nice yeah which makes people think i'm gonna be like really bad okay so i i have i've encountered this issue multiple times because i'm also a porn director and when i talk to you know actors or whatever i don't know should i introduce my real name to them or should i introduce my stage name to them what's your state what's your stage name bloomer yang boomer bloomer 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 yang so i don't know should i say hey my name is bloomer or should i say my name is oliver well here this is what i say is that you never know when they're going to do behind the scenes yeah so you'd want people if you don't want your real name being used yeah i i want everyone to just use their porn names okay that in case every if anything gets used behind the scenes we can't be like oh you said the real name oh i see but right now, I'm so open about my porn career. You don't give a shit. So yeah. it's totally okay too. Yeah, but then yeah. it's like, but then it's like one or the other. Then people get confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, so, do you yeah. always just say, "Hey, my name is Evil Jeff"? Well, at that point, then they just call because Jeff is in it. <laughs> then they just call me Jeff. Okay. No, but it was funny because uh, Diego Sands, who's a very famous uh-huh. porn star, and I directed. Uh, before he moved on from Randy Blue, which is where I worked, uh, I directed dozens of scenes with him and we were very close and he did a, like an interview recently and he was like oh i just loved working with blah 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 and evil jeff and I was like, <laughs> oh, he said my name he said my name he remembers me i mean he follows me on instagram so he better remember me yeah yeah <laughs> but he's amazing have you seen a diego sands i video? don't think i have but i i can google him real quick yeah take a look at him he's pro he's uh he's probably up there as like one of the biggest like gay male porn stars s-a-n-s Diego Sands. Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh shit. And he moved on from my company to men.com. Uh-huh. And so there he just has done many, 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 many scenes. I also would like to say he is now only a top. Mm. And I filmed his last bottoming scene. So oh. I am the last director to yeah. film. Oh bottom. wow. What an honor. I know, right? He oh, he's cute. And he's he's a sweetheart. He's also one of those people that just can get hard and stay hard, which, you know, makes the world. Yeah. Makes doing a scene much easier. It's so easy when you work with a really professional actor. Yeah. yeah. Very, very great. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, you either, the set goes, the, the, the scene will go by really fast. Yeah. Or you're playing a psychiatrist trying to help the person <laughs> get hard. What is your most horrible experience? I have one. I'm not going to say anybody's name, obviously, but this guy, he couldn't get hard and we have to stop filming and then we shelf the project. I've had that happen like multiple times. Yeah. I've had multiple times where the person can't get hard. I've had ones where the person in the middle of it has a change of heart and realize that they can't do porn. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had a comedian once and he he was doing stand-up. And then he came and he was just like, do you think this will affect my career? And I was like, well, everyone will probably find out. He's like, you think people will find out? And I'm like, yeah. Is this comedian? I was like, also, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this isn't, it's on the internet for anyone yeah. to find. Yeah. It's not like uh, in the olden days, you could be like, oh, it's just in a back room on a VHS yeah. somewhere. No one's ever going to find out. No, everyone will find yeah. out. And then we drove all the way to Palm Springs. And then he was like, I don't want to. And he's like, I don't think I should do it. And I am always like, if you're uncomfortable, I, I'm not going to force you to yeah. do anything. So I'm nice like that. There are other evil directors in this industry that will try to trick people into doing stuff. Ooh. 
I mean, should okay. I should I tell the names? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know the names of the I don't remember the names of the individual people, but the companies that I would say. Yeah. Okay. For. Okay. You can tell me in private later, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. I, I oh by the way, so I have my boss permission. I can tell you guys my company's name, which is Model Media. It's a new company in the U.S., but it's not new in Asia. Oh, okay. But anyway, so uh, at least on my side, is I, Model Media the like the website that you would go to, or is that just the company that is that just who produces the porn? Uh, both. Right now, it's both. Like, oh, okay. it's the name of the company, but it's also the website that you go to. But you um, wouldn't see your scenes like on other sites like Brazzers or no, or yeah. Yeah, but I, well, at least on my set, I try to be really professional because, well, I mean, I look so professional anyways. <laughs> I don't look sketchy, I th- I, at least I think. But anyways, yeah. Do you, so when you're on set, do you guys have a script? Um, We had to do an even amount of just like natural, we're just going to talk and have like like we'll start with an interview me yeah and me then too have yeah sex, but then the other half i would write stories and do like plots and stuff and then how many of your stars actually memorize the lines before they come into shoot oh i only write things knowing that no one would ever do <laughs> yeah i would send time times we'd send them to the scripts so they would know what was going on mm-hmm but yeah, it would just be like, you do that line. All right, cut. Now do the next line. All right, here's your line. Like just feeding them the lines. Yeah. Or or a lot of times it would be like like waiting for Guffman where it's, uh, you know, our best in show where it's just all improvised. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, where it's like you need to get from point A to point B. You're going to come home. He's cheating on you. You're going to be like, what? And you're mad. So you <laughs> Can I tell you the first plot line I ever had to write? Oh, sure. Um, I had to write it as like an audition when they were deciding whether or not to hire me. By the way, you are left-handed. I am left-handed. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was called The Wrong Apartment. And basically a guy comes home from the bar so drunk, he doesn't realize he presses the wrong button on the elevator. Okay, so he goes to the wrong apartment. So he goes to the apartment on the wrong floor, but it's open. And he just walks in drunk and then falls into the bed. And so then it's the next morning and he wakes up and then this guy's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. But then the guy's like, I'm going to call the police. But the guy gets up and he's like, you don't have to. And of course he has morning wood. Yeah. So the shot was the guy has his phone with nine and one dialed in <laughs> one hand. But then the guy's hard boner in the other hand. And so the camera's like, <laughs> and guess which one he chose? The boner. Oh, of course. Well, or maybe call the police and then have another boner of the police. Oh yeah, get the police. Yeah, yeah. Get the police involved. Yeah. Well, did you direct that? So you got a job and you direct it. Ah, I see. Yeah. I thought I was just applying to be a video editor. Yeah. Um, but then they were like, You went to film school and you're applying to do this. <laughs> and I was like, I need a job. So you actually <laughs> got a job through application. Uh, not like an ad well, it's a guy. I followed who had a porn blog, who was the photographer for Randy Blue, followed my YouTube channel, my comedy YouTube channel. And he just tweeted out one day, like, we're looking for applications for a porn editor. And I was like, I'm about to be living in my car because I don't have any money. (laughs) So I'm going to apply. And when I first got there, they were like, like 500 people applied. So it's like, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get a lot of people. But then they called me and they're like, you're like the only one that went to film school. (laughs) It was just a bunch of perverts. So I got it. Yay. Oh. And, but you have never had any hesitation 
Oh, because it was porn? Yeah. No, no, no. I think I was hesitant about, I wanted to keep like using evil Jeff and I never wanted my face to be in it. Like I didn't want my face to be connect my face and my real name to be connected that I was doing porn yeah. in case it would like prevent me from getting a job. Yeah. But now I work, I work at world of wonder that does drag race. So yeah. I went from gay porn to drag queen. <laughs> so my resume just says like faggot. Yeah. <laughs> so point, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm just like, no one, no one's going to, and at this point, yeah, no one's going to care. I just thought about this because I got a job through referral. And then, because uh, obviously I still have a comedy career and then comedy career, you know, is like public facing career. And I don't know if doing porn will actually have an impact. But I think right now people, generally speaking, especially younger generation, I feel like they are really sex positive. I don't know if it's actually a big issue as long as my face is not in it. I've been saying the here's the difference. Yeah. That being in it, also you're directing it. There yeah. is a big difference in judgment yeah. on working in porn and actually performing, performing in yeah. porn. Which is insane. It's the only thing that it's the only job that everybody participates in and watches, but then at the same time all act like it's the worst thing you can do. I know. Oh. Which is so, it's so hypocritical. I've worked with so many small porn stars. They are just like any other, they're just people. Yeah. Porn stars are people. I mean, I've met some dumb ones too. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're like, porn stars are like snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> come in all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> yeah, just like any people from any industry. <laughs> but I have a question for you. You, have you had, but you work in straight porn. I do. Have you had sex with a woman before? Uh, I have. Like, oh, okay. Like, by like three or four times. Oh, okay. Because like I've never even had sex with a woman, so I would be very scared to like, like to direct porn with the type of sex that I've never done. Oh, okay. Well, I've personally, you know, had sex with women like four times. So you're like, I, that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it to get a, this job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had sex with women before I got a job. You're yeah. like, I know where the clit is. I can yeah, work from there. Yeah. yeah. And I I don't think it's a big issue for me seeing, you know, straight sex in front of me. That's fine with me. Oh, no. I yeah. actually, gay porn, directing gay porn has ruined me. For sex? For gay porn. Oh. I only watch straight porn now. Oh, really? I I actually watch more straight porn too for some yeah, reason. Yeah. yeah. I'd sit with it. There's nothing more uh, masculine than... A guy that likes pussy. <laughs> I think, you know, psychologically speaking, you know, that straight guy will never love you because you are, you know, a man. So that actually makes that straight guy more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you, want you like you... it when the guy knows that he'd hate you. That, yeah. That's you want what you cannot get. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I have a question, like logistical issue question for okay. gay porn. So do they douche before they come into set if you're bottoming not no it's on set they douche on set well usually i tell them what to eat <laughs> then like i was like starting after seven don't eat don't eat a bunch of like you know brussels sprouts and yeah and don't eat don't take to stop taking all of your protein shakes yeah uh because those things will all not will make douching a lot harder. And then in the morning, I tell them, like, you need to know your body. Do not drink any coffee. Yeah. And have something light, just like something a little bit more carby, like not a, like heavy on protein or vegetables, because that 
starts, gas. Yes. And then when once we get there, then and especially because some of these people are straight, so they've never even douched before. So I have to like teach them how to do that, like explain it to them. Do you provide tools? Well, we bring yeah, just the fleets like that you could get at Walgreens. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. just disposable. That's not enough. Well, you keep redoing it. Yeah, but I feel like a shower facility would be much convenient. Oh, but I guess the location doesn't always have that. Exactly, and also the shower ones. I feel are too dangerous for people that don't know what they're doing. Oh, that's like you true. You can injure yourself. Yeah. And then, then the shoots, you know, yeah. if you rip your butthole open and then it's yeah. done for. Or if you turn the water all the way to hot, like I, yeah. it's too much, but then it's always like, you need to make sure the water you, you can't come out until the water is clear. Yes. And then usually um, sometimes there's always like, cause the way we would do it is we'd have to do photos first. Yeah. And then you have to, so usually then there'd be another douche between photos and then because i want everything fresh as possible and then even before the rim job scenes i would get non-alcoholic mouthwash and you would take the on a paper towel and i'd rub it mm. well i wouldn't i would make the porn star the other porn star they would rub it on the butthole so if they ate the butt mm. it would be fresh because once again I'm, i i was like 60 percent straight people yeah. straight men yeah yeah how long is the shoot day i'm telling you if it's two professionals that can get hard and come like that, yeah. we could be done literally in two hours. Two hours? Yeah. Wait, hold on. How many cameras do you have, guys? One camera or two cameras? Two cameras. Okay. And that's including doing photos first. <gasps> that is impossibly fast. That's what I'm saying. But these are people that I'm like, get hard. And they're like, I'm hard. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, you ready to come? Okay, I came. Yeah. Because that is literally what the whole day when it's i i mean sadly me actually shooting and doing all that usually is just take two hours if it's like an eight hour day which is what it can be if there's problems those six hours are just waiting for boners okay do you control or the camera do you come. do you navigate the camera i would have one camera usually okay. i would have the close-up camera and then i'd have an assistant on the wide camera got you okay but no but then but then that would switch for penetration because I would make the assistant do the penetration shots, okay. which is usually getting underneath uh, because I need to be like, see their face. Got you. And, and how many dialogue, how much dialogue? Um, a lot of them is just, uh, I would always do it where, I mean, it would also depend. Sometimes I would do the, these epic shoots where yeah. there would be shoots and dialogue that wasn't even porn. It's like, we're going to this location. We're going to this location. Yeah. 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 Stuff. Those were kind of like, I would shoot those like once a year. Yeah. And then we would always do a Halloween. Yeah. Like dialogue. Okay. Like horror porn. Okay. And so those had lots of dialogue. But most other dialogue, I would be able to shoot the dialogue portion in like less in like 40 minutes. Oh, Les. Quick. You know? And then the other one, I would just do an interview. So it would be my voice. Yeah. Which many people would be like, oh. I recognize that voice <laughs> from the podcast. I, have been I was on Pornhub, and I, but there's the worst is seeing one of my videos on Pornhub yeah. that I directed, where I interviewed the people beforehand, yeah, and then I like go to the comments, you know, just to see if they liked it, yeah. And it's always like that guy's faggy voice is the biggest boner killer at the beginning. <gasps> they should fire oh him. Oh my god, so funny. But uh, yeah, a lot of times it's just like, hey, you, yeah. So what are your name? Are you straight? Are you not straight? What's going on? What do you think of each other? Would you 
Are you guys excited? What do you what do you want to do? What positions do you want yeah, to do? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All right, why don't you get to it? We also do that kind of interview questions too. But you know, on my side, the, the, the hours are long. We usually shoot at least 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours. Oh my God, it's like- three. But I would say this, how much of that is waiting for guys to get hard or waiting for them to come? Not, uh, maybe 30 minutes actually. Oh, okay. Because I, I think- most of yours just changing the lighting and the sets? And yeah, all and then I have like 12 page of dialogue. Yeah. Oh, so a lot of yours is doing all of the dialogues. At least six hours is full of dialogue. Oh, okay. But what about if it's just the interviews then? That's not as long, right? The interview is quick, like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you have like a whole plot and story. Are yeah. you writing them? Yeah, I'm writing them. So I don't, you, you probably know Deeper, right? Deeper.com is a straight porn brain. I'm sure I've come across. Yeah, so they, they, go, they are making you know, high-end porn and they also have a lot of dialogue and plot. And we are trying to, you know, emulate that. So what is the typical plot line that you like to gravitate towards? Uh, it, it ranges, but usually is the female is usually the dominant one. But it's not because we are trying to cater into female audience. It's not just that. I think generally speaking, for some reason, there has been like an increasing amount of like dominant female in the market. Yeah, well, I feel there's so much of guys just you know shoving their fists in girls' mouth and yeah. like slapping them that you need like a variety. Yeah, 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 and it's great because uh, especially like in Asia, a lot of porn they are still be like you know the men are you know forcing the girl to do has that those kind of stuff. Yeah, Asian porn like Japanese porn is like yeah. can can any of it be consensual <laughs> like at all? <laughs> can it be at all? The, yeah, I've watched a few like recent Japanese poems. I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. It's 2022. <laughs> yeah. But then there's so many cute guys and you're like, oh, can't you just like say please? <laughs> but I think yeah, that's the that's the one crazy thing is uh, I heard is this in in Thailand? They have two different words for sexual assault there's the sexual assault where it's actual sexual assault yes and then there's sexual assault where the girl is just being shy but she really means yes oh i see i see where in america you're like no that's all sexual assault yeah there's no difference but there is this weird thing of like oh the girl's supposed to like yeah say no so she doesn't seem like a slut yeah which is just stupid but i like that you're just having like yeah. women being like are, is, do you have any high heels and men's faces or <laughs> not yet maybe oh, we need to get a consent from the man oh, if you want to do that yeah <laughs> yeah and even in my point even if the female is not a dominant one we can still feel like oh the woman actually wants to have sex too it's not just the man i mean yeah 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 because yeah. i think that's the one thing is people tend to because i had a big problem with like racism yeah in gay porn where it was just like Oh, nobody wants to see other races. Yeah, nobody wants to see Asian twink. <laughs> and I was always like, I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see all. I want, I want the rainbow fucking each other. Yeah. But people were like, Oh, the the industry doesn't want that. But you people don't realize, like, but the industry actually, they think that the people dictate the industry. I think the industry dictates what people want. Yeah. Because sadly, most young people, their first experience in sex is watching porn. Yeah. And so if the only porn they see is just boring white people 
and when straight porn, boring white men being super aggressive to boring white women, like then that's what they think it's supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah. you need to give them the other stuff to see. Yeah. Because maybe that 13 year old kid is going to see yeah. that dominatrix and then be like, that's what I want. Exactly. And, and we've uh, helped. Somebody. Do you guys work with agencies? Um, we did, but then there were some agencies that were, was like, you're sketchy. Like they tell you you're sketchy. No, I tell them oh. they're sketchy. Oh. Like when a model comes from an agency and then they're like, when do I have to like, fuck you? I'm what? like, me? You don't. He's like, oh, I don't have to sleep with you. And then I'm like, oh, his manager is forcing to have forcing him to have yeah. sex with him. Oh my God. I've never had that happen to me, but I mean <laughs> And so I've I've actually coached people how to get rid of their managers. Oh. Because I was like, you don't need them anymore. And yeah. Like, but they made me sign a contract and I'm like, he's not gonna sue you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause I was gonna just say that because we work with agencies a lot and and we are trying to cast more, you know, Asian talents, but those agencies, they just don't have Asian talent. So like, it's so hard to find those talents if we are not going through the agency. I don't know. It's just like, we need more visibility. <laughs> Otherwise we couldn't choose them. Well, that's, yeah. I would say that's where a lot of times you have to advertise and be like, come to us directly. Yeah. Like we had this guy whose name was Cooper Dang and he was Vietnamese and he like came to us directly being like, I want to get into porn, but nobody wants to work with me. And yeah. we're like, you're gorgeous. Like, what are you insane? Yeah. And then we started working with him and he like, after a while, he was like one of the most famous gay yeah. uh, Asian porn stars where it was just like, what the, like you, you're all missing out on the money. <laughs> Come on. Cooper Dane. Cooper Dane. I'm on, I'm on Google him. Cooper. Very sweet. Dane. Oh, D-A-N-G. D-A-N-G. There he oh, is. Oh. That's he. See that picture right there? That's me talking to them. Really? <laughs> I'm filming yeah. that. Gayprono.fm. Yes. Although I looked back on those and I think back then my, my need to be woke. Yeah. I think backfired mm. because I was so... I was so wanting to diversify that I think I took it too far where it ended up. Like, I remember for that scene, the one guy was like, I've never been with an Asian before. And I'm like, it's going to be great. But then I remember in the interview, I'm like, you've never been with an Asian before. What was it like? And then he's like, it was great. And then I was looking back like, I didn't, why did, I didn't need to ask that. Like, why do you have to ask that? <laughs> yeah, trying to be woke. Yeah, yeah, woke evil, Jeff. <laughs> But that was the other thing is when I would have to write the descriptions that go on the website of the porn. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you have to put all of these tags for when people yeah. do the searches. Like freeze them or whatever. Yeah. Yes. But then you also have to put black, Asian, yeah. because if someone's looking for that. Yeah. But it's very hard to put that in there without it sounding racist. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he put his big black cock in his Asian <laughs> oh, hole. Got you. And it sounds terrible. But then if you don't put anything, people could search it. Then yeah. people don't aren't able to find it. Yeah. So then and then people were like, why does it have to be a black cock? We don't mention any of the white cocks. And I'm like, oh, that's true. And so then I started being like, and then he sucked his white cock. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just do it with all the races. Oh my Maybe God. that'll be better. <laughs> you need to uh use euphemism like he is his shalom ball, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say when I started there, 
um, I discovered some very blatantly racist things. Mm. Um, like whenever there was a black model, they would dress them in like hip hop gear mm. and chains and then play like, but get like a gangster rap beat in the background. Yeah. And this one, there was an Asian, uh, one Asian guy, he did a scene. And then I watched the video. This is before I was there. Yeah. They had like music with like gongs in it. When they are having a sex? It was just a solo jerk off scene. They were right. like, gong. Ding, did it like very like. And I'm yeah, stereotypical like, for Asian. Yeah, yeah. It was horrifying. Oh my God. Whose oh idea God, is I almost, that? I like, did an imitation of it. it was oh terrible. my God. So he's jerking off two gongs. Yes. Oh, and it was like, no, no. Because <laughs> it is funny where the, it, there is still that stigma, especially in straight porn. Where yeah. Asian women are called exotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's like more Asian women in the world <laughs> than, than white women, but they're the exotic ones. It's just kind of crazy. It's, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't see a lot of Asians in porn for some reason. But I see a lot of Asian I don't see a lot of Asian men in porn, but I see a lot of Asian women in porn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're saying you, you see a lot of Asian men in porn? I don't see a lot of Asian men in porn, yeah. but I yeah. see a lot of Asian women in porn. And that kind of ties back to what you just said. Yeah. 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 But uh, there's, I think it's, I think it is slowly getting Very better. slowly, I guess. Yeah. Especially now that it's in the power with OnlyFans, yeah, I think a lot of it is in the power of the actual performer. Yes, because now porn is a way to promote your OnlyFans <laughs> rather than in a way to make money. That's true. A lot of those stars, they they all, actually they only work for their OnlyFans. Yeah, they don't. Well, you make so much more money. Yeah, yeah. Because I will say the. I mean, I watched the whole industry collapse because mm -hmm. it was mostly because of Pornhub. Yeah, and then once OnlyFans came, then it was like, yeah, it's over. Especially because um, unless you're most of the most porn companies are usually owned by a very much bigger yes. company funding yes. it. Um, so if you're just like your own little mom and pop porn company, yeah. it's really hard to make money like these models. When I first started and this was in 2010, the bottom made. Five thousand dollars a scene. The bottom make five thousand dollars, and the scene? top made three thousand. Oh my god! I should have joined porn. The last scene I did, which was like in two thousand and sixteen, yeah, yeah, everyone made five hundred bucks. This is the same company. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just like the just the yeah. It just. Let's take a break. Be right back. This podcast is supported by Busy Bee Body Wash. Nowadays, our lives are only getting busier and busier between replying emails and doing yoga alone because you don't have any friends and answering debt collection calls. Who has the time to take a shower anymore? I don't. That is why Busy Bee Body Wash was created. Formulated with natural flower smells and a special ultra-strong glue, the smell of Busy Bee Body Wash can last for a month on your body. Yes, a month, yes. You only have to take a shower once a month if you use Busy Bee Body Wash. How awesome is that? Hey, I've been using Busy Bee Body Wash for a couple of months now. 
it saved me tons of time. Now I finally have enough time to binge Downton Abbey and Tom Daly's YouTube channel. Busy Bee Body Wash offers a variety of smells. If you prefer fancy, try this smell. Beverly Hills Hot Dog, which smells like a hot dog, but in Beverly Hills, mixed with paprika, pork, eucalyptus, and the smell of a designer bag, and it has little pieces of diamond to help you exfoliate your skins. On the opposite, if you want to smell like a loser, try bankruptcy without shame. It's mixed with dirt, rotten apple juice, and waste oil. Immediately makes you feel like a loser. But hey, without shame. Life is hard and we all could be losers at some point in our life. So for me, I alternate both Beverly Hills hot dog and bankruptcy without shame. So I smell like a million dollar one day and a public restroom the next day. Get your Busy Bee Body Wash on BusyBeeBodyWash.com. The price tag for each bottle is $69, but if you use the promo code Oliver, you get 69% off discount. This commercial is created for entertainment purpose only. The product that was advertised does not exist. This commercial is created for entertainment purposes only. The product that was advertised does not exist. So do you prefer OnlyFans content over studio content? I like a plot. I actually like You a, do? I like a story. Yeah. I do like a story. I either like a story yeah. or I like like the OnlyFans where it's just someone like talking to the camera like they're talking to you. Without like doing any sexual stuff? Oh yeah, doing sexual oh, stuff. But like oh, oh. I like engaging like as if they're engaging with you. A lot of times OnlyFans content with two people. Yeah. It's I'm I'm sorry I'm a director. It's shot really bad. And you just one angle and then you sometimes you yeah. couldn't really see and then or just a shaky yeah. camera, like, oh <laughs> like and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah. And or maybe they are sitting really far from the camera. I'm like, why am I watching? <laughs> yeah. That's and that's the problem is I like a story, but also gay porn bores me. But a lot of straight porn, oh, yeah. I want to ask this of you. Yeah. A lot of straight porn always just cuts off the guy's head. Yes. I'm like, I want to see his face. Because I think straight guys, they really... They don't care. They want to project. They want to think it's them. Yeah, they want to think it's them. Yeah, but like, at least... Please, they know it's not them when they see the big (laughs) dick. (laughs) You break. Yeah, yeah. Your fantasy is just a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but at least in my poem, you usually see the guy's face because they are talking, so we have to. Yeah. But yes, I don't like it when straight guys' face are cut off. Yeah. Especially because as I was trained with how to angle yeah. like a doggy style shot, a missionary shot. Yeah. And the way straight porn does it, it's always just like, like, <laughs> but I'm like, no, nah, stop it. It's like when I see the girls. Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen some elaborate gay studio videos. Like they have like a lot of plot and beautiful wardrobe design. And uh I feel like I don't know if if maybe just gay people they like elaborate stuff. <laughs> I would always ask my friends, because I would be making stuff. Yeah. And I would ask my friends and it would always I'd say it's usually about like 60 40. 60% do not want to plot. They just want 
fucking. And of those 60, half of those people do not want a professional studio. Yeah. They want it to look like it's someone very sketchy. <laughs> well, they want it to look like it's real. It's yeah, people yeah. too real. Reality-based. Yeah. They're not getting paid. They're just doing it for fun. Yeah. And then the other, the the other 40%, they they want the the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that want the like the family. There's like all of the incest. Ah, I think that's like the big dad and stuff. There's a fetish. Yeah. Yes. I personally noticed that if the plot is good, I will actually watch it. Yeah, if it's intriguing. Well, you want to get the. I like to feel that the sex is earned. (laughs) (laughs) You want a seduction. Exactly. Exactly. Because my thing is, most of my porn plots were. All about um, a power play. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it was all about what's the power play. And like the one fantasy I never was able to shoot because I could just never get the set for it was a doctor. Oh. Like a doctor patient because the doctor shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, yeah, But the patient wants him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just like, so I would do a lot of like uh, massage scenes where it was either the dirty massage Yeah, I've done that too, yeah. And and the innocent uh, person getting the massage or the like straight laced massage therapist and then the dirty person yeah. getting the massage. Like it always had to be one or the other. Or I liked the office worker. Yeah. Where there's like I there has to be like I like the power play. Yeah. That's yeah, what like, turns me on. So if I'm watching something. Yeah. Like a boss and a subordinate. Yeah, like a princess and her bodyguard stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah Have you that. done that? Have you done a princess? Well, I mean, not a princess, princess, but like a spoiled girl. Oh, a spoiled go- girl. Spoiled girl bodyguard? and her bodyguard. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. And like therapist and her patient. Yeah. And I don't know, like cafe girl and then her customer. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I like that. I was I was going to ask you something, but I forgot. Oh, I was, <laughs> if you want to shoot a doctor scene, you can work with us. <laughs> oh, you have you have a doc, you have a doctor set. We have a doctor set. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I don't think you are you want to come back to porn anymore, right? No, I was asked. The company I worked for wanted to. They always every once in a while they're like, "Oh, we're gonna shoot some more scenes. Do you want to come back?" And now that I, I I work at like Drag Race, I'm yeah. like, you can't afford me anymore. My rates have gone up. <laughs> And they're like, oh, what are they? And then I, like, I'm like, this is what I make now. And then they're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's too expensive <laughs> for porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing. If I was guaranteed to work with people that I know are easy to work with, yeah. I, I, I was actually very fun. Yeah. Um, it was also, but then there was also sad, like it was also very many sad stories. Because mm. there's a lot of people that get into porn that do have problems mm. and they're getting in porn as a quick way to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the ones we try to weed out. Yeah. But a lot of times they'll hide it all from you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's just some, I've just had some crazy, I've had a lot of crazy things happen on set. Fights. I had a man, his girlfriend found out and she threatened to abort her baby. <laughs> like, well, okay. like, well, you guys while we're trying me. to do the scene and he's like texting her being like I'm gonna go abort the baby if you just oh, keep going oh my god and then yeah. he's like I and he's like what should I do I'm like do you want the baby <laughs> don't do the scene and he's like I want the baby I'm like well then let's cancel the scene he's like we can cancel it I'm like yeah and he's like will you pay me I'm like well no because you're not gonna do it <laughs> and then he's like oh fuck the baby then I want the money <laughs> 
I want a five hundred dollars. <laughs> well, at that point, it was that was when it was still in the thousands. But uh, but then at the same time, you have I mean, I've uh, Jarek Wentworth mm. um, just got he just got out of jail like a few months ago. But I was filming him, and then it turns out he got arrested in like in a huge extortion scandal, mm. suing like super rich movie producers, mm. like being like, I have videos of like me escorting. I'm going to reveal it to the world. Oh, wow. And then they all went to the police and then he got arrested for so with like working. And people are like, can you believe that happened? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some sketchy people. There's some sad stories. There's some, a few deaths. So, uh. Yeah, I've I don't think I've met any super crazy people just yet, but I have a few people, you know, they are so high on set, so they couldn't really do anything. Like they're high on weed or maybe they are vaping. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. another if they're high, we I will cancel the set. Oh yeah? Oh shit. I mean if someone smoked a little weed. That's fine. Okay. Well it depends. If their yeah. eyes are crazy yeah. bloodshot, yeah. then I'm like, you you if you look like you're on drugs, yeah. I can't yeah. do it. And uh, yeah, so usually if we people were caught with harder drugs like meth or coke, yeah. I would immediately cancel the shoot because I don't I don't want to deal with. I have a small question: When you cancel the shoot, how how about the crew? Do they still get paid? The crew is all paid hourly, so they all get paid. Oh. It's the models, and usually if the other models there, like we will pay. It's not like find a way home. Yeah, like we pay for your flights and your food and your lodging. Yeah. and usually we'll give you a stipend of like the time earned. Yeah, but we're not going to give you the full amount. The yeah. full amount yeah. if you cancel, because then there, if people knew, they, they would just like come on set and then there yeah, would be yeah, so many yeah. people would come on set and then cancel yeah. and then take the money and go. Yeah. So yeah. you have to. But I've had ones where um, one guy OD'd on Viagra. <laughs> yeah, on set. Yeah. Oh wait, on purpose. <laughs> he was just stupid and he didn't think taking eight of them he was just having trouble getting hard and it was difficult he was in a car in malibu and we had like a little porn thing for him to watch and he was like i'm having trouble getting hard and i was like well here let's give you a viagra because a lot of times i'm like do you want the viagra right away and a lot of times they're like let's wait and see so i gave him the viagra and i mistakenly took the viagra and just like put it on the car seat Mm. And then I got out of the car and like knock when you're mm. hard. Mm. And then it like a lot of time passed and I was like, how's it going? Do you, should we just move this out of the car into a bedroom? Is it because you're uncomfortable? He's like, no, I think I can get it. Just give me a few more minutes. And then I looked down and the, the, I gave, there was an eight pack of Viagra Yeah. and I gave him one Yeah. and they were all gone. Okay. What was the symptoms after he overdosed? Well, Right now, he didn't have any. He was acting like he was trying to deny that he did it. Yeah. And I'm like, I see this. You took all of these. And he's like, no. And I'm like, we have to take you to the hospital. And he was like, oh, is it really that bad? I'm like, yeah, your blood pressure could drop and yeah. you could be really fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took him. We basically, I basically canceled the shoot immediately. I took him back to uh, my boss's mansion, Randy Blue. And so we were at Randy Blue's mansion. I basically was like, we're going to see how you are. I'm going to sit with you and we're going to wait until how you feel. And then if things, if you start, if your heart starts going fucked up yeah, or if you start like whatever, I was looking up all the symptoms, then, then we'll take you to the hospital. And he's like, I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine, but I think I can, I can do it. I can do it. I, let's, while we're waiting, let's just shoot the porn now. Let's just shoot it now. I can do it. I can do it. And then I was like, I feel like you're a little, and he's like, I can do it. Please, please, please. I came all this way. I want to do it. I want to be a famous porn star. And I was like, okay, if you can get hard, 
while we're waiting here to see if you're going to overdose, I'll turn the camera on and film it. And he went to try to get hard and then immediately came. (laughs) And then he was like, fuck. And then he started cussing and then he ran out of the house naked. And then he started running around naked. And then I'm like, oh, I think now he's like going crazy. And I'm like, get back in here. He has neighbors. You can't run around naked in the middle of the street. <laughs> and so then I got him inside and I could tell he was like kind of breathing heavy. And I'm like, I think I need to take the hospital. And he's like, no, please don't go to the hospital. Like, I don't want everyone to find out. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> and so then I was like, I'm going to, if if the way you are now doesn't calm down in like a half hour, I'm taking you to the hospital. And then he started to calm down. And then he ended up being fine. He never had to go to the hospital. but. Then he was like, can I come back? And I'm like, no, never. What Was he new to porn? It was just a solo. It was just him jerking off. But was he a newcomer? Yeah, this would be the first thing he ever did. Oh, shit. Did he do more after the incident? I don't no, think so. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, there's those horror stories. Do you ever have the guys, how do they get hard? Do they take things to get hard? Do you offer them? Uh, they. I don't think we, I don't know if it's true, but. Legally, we are not able to require them to take drugs, right? Or take medications, right? Oh, and I will say this. Legally, what we gave them was herbal Chinese Viagra. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. So it was like you didn't need a prescription. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was just Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, at least under our company, we never provide any medication. So they have to get it themselves. Yeah. We usually say in our call sheet, we have a call sheet. We just say in our call sheet, hey, bring your... (laughs) performance enhancement medication if you need <laughs> and they usually will bring it and they will take it and you know some people they will use it injectables oh god yeah. that scared me oh yeah i've had the, i've had horror stories with that too. oh shit what happened well guy he had trouble performing but he like wanted to be a porn star he's like this is my dream like it wasn't even like oh i need money he was just like i want to well, be a i want to fuck even the camera but as soon as the camera would come he would get all nervous and he wouldn't be able to get hard. And I was like, this is more a psychological thing because yeah. that's the thing is, even if you take Viagra, psychologically, yeah. if you're nervous, not there. Yeah. It's, it, it's not gonna, yeah. like Viagra helps you stay hard. Yeah. It doesn't help you get hard. Yeah, you need, yeah. But uh, so finally he had another friend and the friend would do the injections and he's like, I'll help you get a prescription and I'll teach you how to do it. And he's like, okay, I, I, I have a prescription. I learned how to do it. And, and so I'm going to, so we're like, okay, we're going to do another scene and we're going to do it. So he like gets there and he like goes to do it himself. Cause that's a, like, we're not going to do yeah. any of that. You have to do all that yourself. Screaming, screaming and on the wall, like he injected it, a spray of blood. Oh God. And then he's like, oh, well, wait a minute. I think I'm getting hard. I'm like, you're bleeding. That's like game over. Oh, God. You're bleeding. And then here once again, he's like, no, no, no. But And then he came. (laughs) Did he get hot? He did. He did, but then came immediately. And then I'm like, we're done. We're done. Okay. I've never seen. I don't know how the injectable works, actually. Do you inject it onto the penis? I don't know. I've never. I'm very queasy with needles, so I don't ever want to. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is whatever he did was the wrong. wrong Yeah. Oh, I don't want to cry. Oh, but there's no scar on his penis. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm giving all the hard stories. It's also like the majority of it was pretty, pretty good. It was great. Stories. How how long were you shooting porn? Like how for for, almost, for like six years? Oh, oh wow! And while you are shooting porn, was shooting porn your full time job? Yes. 
Wow. But I also was a comedian. So yeah. I was like on the main stage. I was doing Groundlings. I was doing I like I was on the main stage at IO West doing like uh, UCB doing stand up. So I was doing all that on the side. And I had a YouTube channel that was like a little bit successful. Yeah. That I put all my comedy stuff on. So I would do that on the side yeah. at night. Yeah. And then do porn Just, during the day. Okay. Kind of like me. But when did you start telling people you are a porn director? I think immediately because I was just like in the comedy world. So yeah, I was like, I'm doing too. porn. Like, who and cares? Like, and so all, the, all of your comedy friends are like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Show me the porn. Yeah. And then they're like watching like, ah. <laughs> I took this job also with the intention to have more materials. <laughs> Yes, and I do have some material, but there yeah. a lot of it was like, oh, this is just sad. But yeah. uh, I definitely have some good porn jokes out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the best, I would say the best part is when straight guys realize they were bi or gay. When they realize they liked it. And then like they've they never done anything. <laughs> they've never done anything with a dude before. Yeah, yeah. And then they went on set and then they started sucking a dick and you could see the light go off in their head like, I like this. You can see in their eyes, there's a sparkle. Yeah. It brings them joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there is, and a lot of them are very, especially bi, I think there's so many bisexual guys that just suppress the gay part, part of them. Yeah. Because it's easier to just live the world straight. Yeah. And when they get into porn still saying they're straight, where it's like, their excuses, I'm doing it for money, so yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. But then they're still getting their kicks. Yeah. But I could always see there was like, <laughs> there was one guy where he, the amount of straight he was, was depending on who his scene partner was. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he was with a gay guy, he'd be like, oh yeah, he's cute. He's yeah. Cute. But then if he was with another straight guy, he's like, oh, gross, man. Yeah, I don't I like true. this. Some, some bi people, they say, they couldn't really say, I'm like, 50% straight, 50% gay. It all depends on the person they are meeting with. Yeah. 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 But I think there's also a lot of people where there's there's bisexual and then there's bi-emotional. Mm. Because there's people that are bisexual, but they would only fall in love with a girl. Mm. And then I know a lot of gay guys, yeah. they call themselves gay, but they're like, oh, I like fucking girls. Yeah, yeah. But I would never date a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, yeah. I don't ever want to. Like, Do you think yeah. you can fuck a girl? I, I want to try it. Yeah, I've never. That's done the reason it. why I tried it. I want to try it, and, but when when the chips come down, it's like, ugh, I don't. I'd rather just do it with a guy. <laughs> How about a transgender person? I I'm yeah all yeah I'm open to all of that. The my my worry with a transgender person is I don't want to be because I've never done it before. I hate to be someone's like, Oh, I'm your first because then it's like, Oh great. Now you're figure. Oh, I have to sit here and figure out like, if you like this or not. Yeah. Like I don't want a transgender person being like, do you like this or not? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm exploring being like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to explore for somebody. I, I see what you mean. Like you will feel like you're using them for your exactly. own. Okay. Exactly. But uh, I mean, I watch enough straight porn that a vagina doesn't scare me and you must be really curious of how it feels but like here's the thing that i am the most which is also why sometimes i have trouble in the gay community is i have a very sensitive 
sense of smell. Yeah. And I do not like things that smell bad. Yeah. And there's like a big faction in the gay community that like, I don't wear deodorant and I like stink. Yeah. And I don't like, you don't need to douche beforehand. Like I'm like the mm. far, ob- like I like it when someone smells like soap. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And I'm so I just, I, there's very certain smells I like. And so it's not even that a woman will smell bad, yeah. but I am scared if I go down on a woman that it will just smell different Yeah, and it yeah. will freak me out. Yeah, the, because I'm just not, I, you know. Yeah, she will have to douche for you beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like use this strawberry body wash ah! first. <laughs> Do you like man's dirty smell from the armpit? No, you don't. No, oh. I and I will say that's my uh, my boyfriend is Filipino, uh-huh. and as you know, a lot of Asians don't have that gene that gives them the smelly body. Okay, odor. yeah. And so he can be sweaty all day. Yeah. And it just smells like nothing. <laughs> and I, it's amazing. <laughs> I it. Well, it would be like sticky. It would be sticky, but no smell. It's sticky. Yeah. And sweaty. But, and, and, and I mean, it smells like, oh, you haven't showered. Yeah. But there's that BO smell yeah. that, that it doesn't happen. Okay. Which I get. Yeah. Which luckily he doesn't mind. So, yeah. Yeah. Win win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We Asian. We are famous for being really smooth and clean. <laughs> yeah. So I. I like. I like. I like. And I gone to. I would go because I like going to the Eagle, the gay bar. Yeah. 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 And I would. And a lot of the guys there do not believe in deodorant. Mm-hmm. And I would get into fights with people where they're like, a guy topless, wearing, who never wears deodorant. Yeah. Sweating. Yeah. Hairy. Yeah. And wearing a leather jacket, yeah, that has ne- always been up yeah. against his armpit, that he has never had dry cleaned, yeah. So that thing has just been soaking it up, <laughs> and you can smell them from like twenty feet away. Yeah. And then they're like, "No, this is hot." I'm like, "I just don't feel it." One time, I had sex with a guy, and then he was on top of me, and then he just suddenly put his armpit over my nose and like do you like my armpit i was like i mean i didn't really mind it but i was like oh this is a little invasive (laughs) yeah it is always funny when people i think when people it's such the norm to them of like oh this is a move that everybody does no "No, this is not not normal (laughs) and a lot of times when people message me on grinder and they're like what are you into yeah yeah. i always say the porn standards Ah. and i'm like if you watch a regular normal porn yeah I like doing all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. beyond, I'm I'm open to discussing about. Yeah. Like I've had one where a guy was like, "Can I be dominant?" Yeah. And I just thought he meant like, like put like hold my hands down. Okay. And I went okay, and then he smacked me in the face, and I was just like, oh, "This oh, is not part of the contract." Oh, I, <laughs> you should say slap me in the face. <laughs> Shit. First, yeah. Do you? So I would assume you don't like public sex. Um. Because it's dirty, I would assume. So you are like not comfortable. It depends. I had a boyfriend once where I used to live in Chicago and they would have, there's a place called Touche, mm. which was like a leather bar. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And they had a back room, okay. which was very dark, but across there was the back room was behind like a chain linked fence. Mm. And then on the other side of the chain linked fence was the bar. Yeah. And I would go back there. Yeah. And a lot of times me and my boyfriend at the time would go back there and he would do stuff and then he would people would watch. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't mind watching like or if you're like at like an esteem room. 
Yeah. You or don't a, like that. Or, no, no, that uh, I do. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of like the people that are there, like, know what's going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't like being... Like in an alleyway <laughs> where like normal people are walking next by. to the dumpsters. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to do it where just like a normal person could walk by, yeah. or a child could walk by, and I could be arrested. Yeah, like, I don't. That yeah. that's um, a makes big me concern. Why yeah. do you like that? Uh, um, no, I have been, but just like you said, I have multiple times been to a you know a spa and I play around. Yeah, yeah, that that I don't. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't mind people. People watching. Yeah. If people are into it, then you're like. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I feel like I oh actually god. revealed a lot about myself on this episode. <laughs> oh, am I making you reveal? People how, say they can be very uh, open and honest with you. How many of the story you have told me is the first time you have shared with the public? I've was on Trixie and Katya's podcast, yeah. and they asked me a lot of porn stories. I told the, I've told the OD Viagra story mm. before. That's classic. <laughs> I can't remember if I told the, the injectable horror story. That's horror story, yeah. And, but I do miss when I was able to discover, yeah, porn stars. Discover, yeah. When when you see a, someone and you're just like, oh my god, you're beautiful. And then I get to name them. Yeah. Oh, you get to name them. Well, after a while, after a while, I was like, I'm naming them now because they kept naming them very boring names. So you are pretty established in the industry. Well, not anymore that I don't do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But but also being like, I I could even predict there was a guy named Jordan Levine. And he when he moved on from us, he also went to men.com and he became very, very popular. But I just immediately knew I was like, and I would tell them, I'm like, especially if the first scene, if they could get hard and they could perform well and be sexy and not yeah. be nervous, I would go to them and be like, you're going to be a star. Oh my God. Like, you're going to be a star. Yeah. And I do not tell this to everybody. Of course. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, <laughs> And I had a few of those where it was just like, and then watching them like blow up. Yeah. You're just like, oh. Yeah. You are the one who discovered them. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, his name's Jordan Levine. Yeah. And I felt he looked like uh, the guy from Maroon 5, Adam uh, Levine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I'll make people think that you're his uh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Oh, my God. Yeah, because sometimes you, when I work with some people, you can just feel it. You can just feel they are smart and they're going to be a star. You can see it, see the charisma and stuff. It's yeah. the same thing when doing stand-up. Yeah, you see, okay. Because people don't realize, different. people yeah. are like, oh, you have to be funny. And I was like, being funny is actually the second requirement yeah. in stand-up. The first requirement is that the audience like, feels comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even likes you. Because yeah. you can tell when someone gets up and the audience is like, oh, God, he's going to be bad. <laughs> That's what you need to get the audience uh, to just be like, even if someone's not that funny, but if they're just natural, you're just watching it like, oh, they weren't that funny, yeah, but I enjoyed yeah, watching yeah, you. Yeah. That's the main, the main thing. And that's my main fear. What was your fear? In comedy. Wait, are you still doing comedy now? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. cool. But um, I actually have not done uh, an actual stand-up show since the pandemic. Since the pandemic. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do the Zoom ones. Yeah. Because yeah. I need the like... The, the energy from the audience. I need the yeah, audience. Yeah. And now it's a thing of, I think I've like developed a stage fright. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like scared to to go back to it. 
go go back out there. You can come no, to I the, know, I, I you can come to the open mic I host on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, yeah, that would make me feel comfortable. Because yeah. right before the pandemic, I was hosting an open mic every Friday. Yeah, in Hollywood, and so I was just used to, at that point. I was just like getting up and just like hosting and doing crowd work and all of that stuff. Yeah, and then by the end, right before the pandemic, I'm like washing all the mics. Like, <laughs> what is this? Are we all gonna die? And then that ended, and I haven't I haven't been able to do it since. But I miss it. Yeah, I did a lot of Zoom shows because I I was too bored. I'm like, okay, I would rather talk to people on the internet. No, but that's yeah. my my other yeah. friends. They did the Zoom show, so then when all the other shows opened back up, they had all these bookings. I would say, yeah, so I what, fucked that up. Yeah, one of the benefits of Zoom show is you keep connecting with people, and then you keep writing materials and stuff. But exactly. it's definitely really different from in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still do a podcast, and then for my job, I'm always writing jokes and stuff. So I, I never, I never stop trying to be funny, except for right now. Why you are great? Wait, well, I think we didn't talk about your job. Maybe just briefly talk about it because it's been one hour. I don't need to go home and sleep. Yes. Yeah. So you you are an, you are editing a drag queen show. Um. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. You you introduce yourself. No, no, that's fine. Just the way you pronounced queen. At first, I thought you said cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said a cringy show. No, no, no. Well, Drag queen show. Uh, yes. Excuse my accent. <laughs> I love your accent. Oh, thank you. I, uh, yes, I edit a show starring the drag queens Trixie and Katya, and it's called, uh, mm. yeah, U-N-H-H-H-H. It's supposed to be like an orgasm sound? I don't even think they knew what it was when they decided to Oh, Okay. <laughs> And it's really annoying because, especially when my mom's like, "What do you add? What is it?" I'm like, "Uh," <laughs> or then your grandma's like, "Hey, <laughs> what do you work on?" Uh. <laughs> yeah, so it's just very <laughs> weird. But now I, I um, I'm one of the head uh, editors and a producer at the digital uh, department of, uh, like of World of Wonder is the company that produces Drag Race, and they have their own streaming network where they put all of the you know, Drag Race Holland and Drag Race Thailand. But they also have all of like original content with if you were a queen on Drag Race, hey, we'll give you your own little digital show. Yeah. And I would help produce and, and edit. All is of it those. scripted? Some are, some aren't. Oh, okay. Each show is is different. But now I'm now also premiering, I think, March 30th. I have a new show called Why Are Humans? which is just me and my editing partner, Ron Hill. We are, we just are making our own show from scratch. Oh, wow. It's animated. Okay. Yeah. So it's like web series with stories. It's half story and then half uh, just like uh, interviews. Oh, Like okay. talking head kind of interviews. Okay. And it's under the company that you are working for currently. Yes. Yeah, so you can find it on Wow Presents Plus is the streaming network. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Like our company, we also want to branch out to do some like non-adult content as well. So hopefully, yeah, we can do some of that. Because, you know, why not get paid to do the things you like to do? Do, do, do you ever do comedy porn? Since you, you're yeah. a comedian, do you get to write? Do you ever like, oh, let's do some jokes? Yeah, so what I like about my job is the company, they doesn't control over my scripts. So I get to write whatever I want. I have write like a period piece in it happens in like 1920s and then they dress like you know beautifully and stuff like this flapper girl style and then with a butler and then i can do like comedy dialogue and whatever oh are they talking like 1920s or like well i mean the hey yeah see <laughs> what you're doing over there i mean what a big cock you have like are they doing the words they are using <laughs> is from the 1920s words but the acting is yeah. modern 
Oh, I know. That is true. I, people are always like, you're limited by, uh, you have to uh, just know that the acting, that it's going, you're going to assume it's bad acting. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I love the tenants that I work with. They are, I usually cast good, good talent. I usually have a phone call with them before I cast them. That's good. That's I want to get a feel of their personality. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's not like Meryl Streep is. You're not gonna get. Yeah. You yeah. can't have like a now cry. Like you can't do something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I want you to become five different personality <laughs> in one scene. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. A split personality disorder. Yeah, split personality disorder in porn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I want to fuck now. Oh no, I actually don't want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much for coming on my show. Well, thank you. It's been so much fun. Yeah. How do people find you, Evil Jeff? You can find me at Evil Jeff on Instagram and the Evil Jeff at Twitter. Okay, cool. Do you have a question for me? No. I don't. I don't. Okay. I think your life is an open book. I know everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah, my life is an open book. <laughs> yeah. I... I'm HIV positive, which I talk about on Instagram. So I'm an open book. Yeah. Yeah. Let it all out. Why be ashamed? No, it's fine. Yeah. But did you know if you're HIV positive, even though you're undetectable, people don't really want you to do porn. The company would not hire you. Oh, that was my company had that issue too. Oh, really? Um, we, they had it where um, because there were so many straight people, they weren't willing to do, even though it was using condoms, they just had it that if you, when you got tested, if it came back positive, um, you couldn't uh, do the scene. Even though that person is undetectable. Well, a lot of times if someone came back positive, it was because they they were coming in thinking they didn't know. But there was a thing where it was, you you cannot come in if you are positive. And then I was always like, why? Why? Yeah. And a lot of it was that you have to disclose. And as soon as you disclose, the other partner would cancel the scene. God. So dude. it was a thing where they, they were losing money. And then it was also a thing of like, oh, well, we could just like not tell anyone. Yeah. And then they felt that was like risky because this was also back before there was even prep. Yeah. And this was even back before, I think even 2010, people weren't 100% comfortable with the idea that like, if you have HIV and you're taking your medication, yeah, yeah, yeah. you cannot give anyone yeah. HIV. And I think that just wasn't really as known back then. Either. Yeah. Even now, people will still question you if you are actually undetectable. Yeah. Like, let me see. Let me see. Let me count your pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure you've taken all It's just so hard, especially if you are just meeting strangers from a bar. It's really hard to convince them, hey, I'm undetectable. Sometimes I even have to, I don't know, hey, do you want to see my lab result? <laughs> well, yeah. And that's the only thing. I always say, just always assume. Assume someone is positive. Oh, oh yeah. And then just go and then go about it that way. And take prep if you are really concerned. Exactly. I was stupid, so I got HIV. So yeah, don't don't. Well, don't say you're stupid. Uh, <laughs> I, I I play too much. <laughs> Who hasn't? All gay guys do. Yeah, I'm gonna stop recording. Okay? Bye bye. That's Jeff McCubin, Evil Jeff. Evil Jeff is not evil at all. He's probably the nicest person that I've ever met. Maybe compared to all the other nice people that Jeff could be a little evil. I don't know. I don't maybe there's a reason why, you know, everything is all relative. 
but I love Jeff. Yeah, he's great. And it's too bad that he is no longer in the gay porn industry. Otherwise, ooh, I would really want to visit his set. I don't know if it's a closed set. But we will see. Like you know, like my sets are usually closed. But if you are my friend, hey, sure, yeah, just let me know. We can talk something out, and maybe I can have you on. But well, most of the time, we 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 will have to keep it closed. Yeah. Um, what's new? What's new? Oh, my neighbor is being loud. Ooh. Yeah, this is what happens when you live in a. Apartment complex. Yeah, you can just hear people walking in the hallway, and then sometimes I can even hear a food delivery delivers food to my neighbor's door. That's <laughs> like okay, my neighbor is ordering DoorDash again. Yeah, I feel like nowadays if you can't afford food delivery, you are probably well off enough. Yeah, <laughs> you probably can also afford the seven dollars a gallon gas. Oh, oh my God! The gas, isn't that crazy? I feel like I really need to save up money and to buy an electric car soon. I don't wanna pay so much gas. And you know, like right now, if I'm going to drive to a guy's place to have sex with him, I would have to question myself: Is this really worth the seven dollar of gas to just get a dick inside me? Is that really worth the money? I don't know. All right, that 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 is enough for for this episode. That's enough rant for this episode. <laughs> I will see you next time, guys. This has been. Yeah, my name is Oliver Wong, and this has been Get Intimate with Oliver Wong. Let's get intimate.